0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. As I was studying through the gospel accounts of the life of Christ recently, the one thing that I noticed was the abundance of women who were his disciples, his friends, his relatives, and even those who were not of Israel that he had such a tremendous impact upon. Every woman I encountered among the scriptures was very receptive to our Lord if not abundantly willing to sacrifice all and follow after him the woman taken in the very act of adultery by the pharisees was chastised by her male peers taken before jesus to tempt him actually but in her honest and humble interaction with our lord displayed respect for him and acknowledgement of her sin she did not deny nor did she lash out against her accusers but quietly went on her way having been told that she was living in sin and that she must go and sin no more. We read of this in John 8, 1 through 11. Jesus had a profound effect on people. The Samaritan woman at the well was also most receptive to Christ and desired to have the life-giving water that he offered. We can read of this in John 4, 3 through 30. He left Judea and departed again to Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria Then cometh he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. And it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me a drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou, being a Jew, askest me, ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me that water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus saith unto her, Go call thy husband, and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband, In that saidst thou truly." The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshiped in this mountain, and ye say, That in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what. Ye know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman saith unto him, I know the Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talketh with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? or Why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith unto the men, Come, see a man, which told me all the things I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. This woman truly needed affirmation. But she also truly believed that Jesus was a prophet, if not the Messiah. She was very worthy of Christ's time, and he knew that. Just as all the women taken in adultery, excuse me, just as the woman taken in adultery was also worthy of hearing truth, just as we all are worthy and needful of hearing the truth of God's word, there are none too poor, too lost, too wayward, that they do not deserve our time and concern and the gospel plan of salvation, even if it's for the 100th time. But there are so many countless number of Jesus' female followers who not only believed in him, but they followed him obediently to hear more of his teachings, to learn, often caring for him physically, offering their homes, such as Mary and Martha, sisters to Lazarus. These women did so with grave respect, some even financially supporting him, others defending him and acknowledging him as the Son of God, the Savior, and some like Mary and Martha, who gave him that blessed home away from home. I'm sure you can each name a few. These sister saints of old set down patterns and examples for those who would follow. We can learn much from them. When we read through the Bible, we can see the great love our Lord had for them as they are mentioned and sometimes named one by one. And by inspiration, the Hebrew writer speaks of Sarah and Rahab as well as multiple unknown women. Hebrews 11:35. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Throughout both the Old and New Testaments, women occupy very important roles. We should study those out and see the good, and even those who were nameless. Those women mentioned who interacted with our Lord, Joanna, Mary Magdalene, and Susanna, are just a few that we see named in the New Testament. But there are many, many more who labored for and with our Lord. And that's what I'd like for us to focus on today, ladies, our sisters of old, and how they can be such an encouragement to us today. We're not that different from them. As a matter of fact, we share a sisterhood of saints who should be be kept within our spiritual vision at all times. And as we do so, may we keep these examples in our hearts and draw from them in times of struggle and discouragement, as well as times of strength and joy. Sometimes we fail to even mention the many joyous occasions we share and have because the shadow of darkness so often tries to cover or cloud our vision. But in Christ, all shadows are dispelled when we consider the great blessings we have, salvation and eternal home in heaven with all the saints who've gone on before us. And may we always lean on our sisterhood of saints to help us on that journey. Enjoy your day, ladies, and give thanks to him who gave it to us. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.